0: War and peace. Poke a beehive to get 1,000 angry bees. Poke a gingerbread house to get 1,000 angry gingerbread men. Like salmon in the winter, we return to the duck stack. Like many of you, I've been tasked with preparing a potato for the king of New York's dinner. You've been taking the potato, you've baked it, you deep fry it, then you've mashed it, then you've cut the mashes into slices, and then you flatten the slices into chips, pack them, and ship it, all in the hopes that the sodium balance will at last satisfy his ravenous palate. This is the point where you slowly realize, in a state of creeping, inexorable dread, that you forgot the salt. This is probably the worst thing that could possibly happen in your career as a patoic tour, and it doesn't matter how much you've prepared for this day you're going to find there just isn't enough air in the room to go around, even though you've been alone for years. To prepare you for this eventuality, you need to be aware of your options. Ask yourself these questions. 1. Do I have potato insurance? If you do, while a bullfight of getting an agent to process your claims is tedious, you have a lot of the law on your side, fighting with you, because you have joined the side of evil. You will have to use force, you will have to break the nap, you may have to break some insurance agent's neck, do not worry, insurance agents are hydras and they will simply grow more necks. You'll have to leave your Ancapistan, your Eden, but at the end of the fight you will will receive recourse. 2. What lies can I tell to escape blame in this situation? Maybe you can convince the Count of New York that your sodium supply lines were sabotaged by his enemies. Yeah, that'll probably work. Three. Do I have any alternative career options? Likely not, but it is good to rule this one out. It'd be silly to do something drastic on the reasoning that you'll never be able to recover your reputation, when in reality you could simply go into hiding, change your identity, and start an entirely new business in a different domain. 4. Should I pretend this never happened? If the Duke of New York doesn't bring it up, you're off the hook, right? You'll be able to forget about your failure and live on, even convincing yourself that it never happened and won't even have to find a convenient scapegoat to blame your troubles on. This is an appealing option because all it requires of you is to do nothing. At least you're not making it worse, right? Deers, for example, are a billions of years old species, who have passed through the rigorous survival of the fittest selection, fighting tooth and nail for each new generation, and through all of it they have evolved this exact strategy when confronted with car headlights. That many millennia of evolution can't be wrong. This strategy is primal, instinct, so definitely consider the deer response in this situation, as a strong competitor for best solution. Now. The dictator of New York is not known for being merciful, but hopefully with these duckstack tips you'll be able to find a way to cope with this predicament. If you are in a potato-related bind, leave a comment and our advisors will do their best to render immediate top-of-the-market assistance. Now for the rest of you, the duckstack. Section. Childhood Comforts Jesus said that to enter into the kingdom of heaven you must become like a little child. This is a warning against adulthood. They want you miserable, but if you're a kid, you are immune to this, because you are possessed of a sense of wonder. I have a favorite blanket from when I was a kid, and I fundamentally do not understand why other people don't do this. I refuse to be intimidated or ashamed of it. It's a comfortable thing for my childhood. It's pleasant. There's no reason to get rid of fun, pleasant childhood things. Getting rid of fun, pleasant childhood things decreases the fun and pleasantness in your life. Why would you do that? Are you dumb? Section, history. God is being good to us, and he is fulfilling many of his promises to us in miraculous ways, yet again revealing himself to be a reliable, honest, and trustworthy guy. I went to Subway this week. I like their sandwiches. I did a little survey on my phone while I ate, and got two free cookies. I believe in rewarding Subway for rewarding behavior they want rather than punishing behavior they don't want. Subway could just as easily have taken a different strategy. Take this survey or I will murder you with my sandwich gun. To keep this from happening, it is important to give positive reinforcement to their positive reinforcement stratagem. This Pavlovian mind game is just my own little way of fighting against fascism. We also this week went shopping at the Torture and Death store, which was a little stressful but on the whole a pleasant experience. The doctors and nurses could not for the life of them perform simple manual tasks such as can you put this in a fridge for us, but when it came to actual doctoring they were adequate. They even let us keep a little torture device as a souvenir. Section, War Tortoise 2 Idle Exploration Shooter A Review I was just looking for a War Tortoise 2 Idle Exploration Shooter game and what do you know? I censured video games recently for their lack of vision, but that doesn't mean that I will not try new ones on occasion. This game caught my eye because it was very random and made no sense and promised an experience far beyond what it had any conceptual right to deliver. It even claims up front to be an idle game. Even so, here are game devs that are obviously not beholden to any sort of concept of marketing or appeal and are just doing whatever the heck they want, which renders their game better content than 90% of what's on the market today. Let's check it out. So, first up, the game is what programmers in the biz call WYSIWYG, pronounced Wizzywag. It stands for, what you see is what you get. You are a giant tortoise with a cannon and random weapons shooting at random stuff, mostly insects, for no discernible reason. You can select new locations on the map which, if you capture, risk style, increase various forms of resource production. Since you're a turtle, you walk to these locations at hilariously slow pace while shooting random stuff down. You can recruit mice to help shoot at things with you, because the mice want to collect DNA to resurrect the human race. Yep, that's the plot. Then, for no reason but that they felt like it, the devs added a mode where you can hop off your turtle and run around yourself, engaging in melee combat with the bugs, and picking up random metal stuff from the ground. You can also feed the tortoise radioactive apples, which cause it to mutate new abilities. Mostly stat bonuses, but still, this is funny to me. If your war tortoise dies, the game resets and your progeny carries the torch with evolutionary mutations from each previous generation and occasional random new ones which make it stronger so you can gradually conquer more of the map. The idle mode of the game doesn't seem to take away too much so far, there's still plenty of reason to play manually, such as when you camp and supply crates start falling from the sky. The premium currency gets you some upgrades faster, or you can also watch ads, but the devs don't seem very greedy, they seem like guys who think it's funny to let you get a butterfly wearing an army hat to pilot your war tortoise. Anyway, I think there are still good people out there, you just gotta filter through the pollution. It is thus far a perfectly decent and honest game that lends itself to its platform. Good job devs, I will join your discord server to reward you. The end. Thanks for listening.